Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. This is Sports Guy David here with my co-host Lucas Reyes, and it is Victory Monday on the Charge Up Charge Podcast. How are you doing, Lucas? I'm doing very good on the Victory Monday. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. First of all, before I start anything, I had to shout out to the Die Hard Folk Club. Um, I went to the watch party in Pasadena Slayer 50-50. It was lit. The cheerleaders were there. Um, I raffled off a cool uh, raffled off some couple stuff for the bulk club. And um, I did a live Wing and Wing Wednesday. So if you haven't seen that, go ahead and check that out on Twitter. It was awesome. I'm going to try to hit a different watch party every single time. But let's get into this. Lucas, how are you feeling about this victory, man? A little rocky at first, but we, 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 um, we finished it. How do you feel about it? I, I feel pretty good. My overall feeling and response to this game is just uh, finally, you know, finally we have a game where we put the opponent away where we got to a nice lead, even though it took us a while. I just think that this is just an overall just confidence boost for the team, for them to just be like, okay, we can't do it. We still have the ability. We don't, we don't care who's out, who's in, who's playing, because we should be putting teams away like this. And I think even though it's against the Dolphins team that's 0-4, it's really bad, you know what? It's still an NFL team. They're going to take the positives from this. I think it's going to just boost their confidence and be like, all right, we still have – that that same ability to draw from last year to, so you know what we're still the same Chargers. We're not Rocky, even though we lost those two games very late. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. It was um, a lot of people saying it was just gonna be an easy win, but if you've seen the first half, um, they made it hard for us. And the Dolphins had the lead in the first quarter, which was their first lead mm-hmm. this year. Um, but they're bringing the pressure and um, the touchdown they scored to Devontae Parker. It was just a little bit of miscommunication, so. It looked like some um, Desmond King was supposed to play man, and then the, no one was over the top. It looked like a little bit of miscommunication. But what I did like was the pass rush, and the pass rush was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, Melvin Ingram was out early with a hamstring. He pulled his hamstring, hopefully not too serious. And and I think that gave the coaches opportunity to try different things because Devin Des, Desmond King got in there for two and a half sacks, which leads the team in sacks. Joey Bosa mm-hmm. got got one. Isaiah Rochelle. And Thomas Davis, the different type of schemes. Even with a, a young offensive line, I think the Chargers did great in their pass rush. Yeah, I think I think you hit it right on the nose because with having Melvin Ingram out, I I was concerned why they weren't blitzing more often early on. I think they just brought it in the second half and they really turned it up there and in they got positive results. So that's really good, and that's where most of their success blitzing was last year. Anyway, it was when we had the defensive backs in the box coming off the edge, and they were just just to see that they get could get pressure because they were they've been struggling these first few weeks to get pressure and get to the quarterback and actually translate yeah. translate the pressure into actual sacks. So just to see that is good because we need that production, especially against good te- uh, bad teams. They definitely need to show it up there. So I just think that it's just a step in the right direction, and they're gonna have to really bring it next week against the Broncos. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that a little bit later. But last week we said that the that Phillip Rivers got to distribute it, distribute it more. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen put on a goddamn display. He was only held to, I believe, four catches, um, forty-eight or five receptions for forty-eight yards. Um, going heads up with uh, um, Howard, the cornerback for the Dolphins. Um, I see that was a great matchup, but he he distributed. The the receiving leader was Dontrell Inman. I'm glad he got some reps in. A lot reps, seventy-six yards. Austin Eckler, of course, got sixty-two yards. Also. Three, um, two touchdowns, sixty yards on the ground. You know Austin Eckler. He's 
He's the man. Lance Kendricks got in there. Jeremy Davis, even Andre Patton, the practice squad signee, um, got 22 yards. And and my my thing about that, Andre Patton has more yards than Travis Benjamin in four games. And um, Tromaine Pope got in there for two two receptions and a touchdown. It was a great relief too. Yeah. Um, in the run game, he didn't do, he didn't put great numbers. He put 20 yards up, but he was a great relief for Austin Eckler. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the distribution, like you said, to the receivers. This is what we, we've been asking for, and that's probably the biggest key to their success yesterday was just, just distributing the ball to new people. And, you know, the biggest thing that we were concerned about was the offensive line play and the pass blocking. But honestly, that's nothing new to, for Phillip Rivers. He's had that his, basically his whole career. And so the biggest thing probably hindering him these first three weeks was just the lack of distribution and to see that, I think it was eight or nine different receivers that touched the ball yesterday. I can't remember. But it's it's kind of like how you can't rely on one guy. It's kind of like how in Philadelphia, Carson Wentz, his receivers went all down, and you see his production go down. So you can't just rely on one person. And I really like um, Lance Kendricks. This guy this guy was cool. He just early involvement. It was a nice surprise to see that. And then Andre Patton, oh, I like this guy. I know you were high on him in the preseason. And uh, I actually really like him too, and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna emerge and and gonna be able to earn maybe a, a good percent of snaps coming out of the slot. I think he's gonna have a similar emergence to how Keenan Allen emerged when Malcolm Floyd went down, and how they had to put Keenan Allen in there, and then he just emerged to be a great wide receiver one, and he's emerging to be that talent. I don't know if Andre Patton can hit that like Keenan Allen, but I think he's gonna have his his opportunity to make a name for himself and really solidify his spot on this roster. I like him to emerge and be a nice slot receiver for us. Pretty boy Floyd, man. I haven't heard that name in a while, <laughs> man. Oh, man, that was a day. Pretty boy Floyd, man. Number 80. M80. Love that dude. I love that. I remember Vincent Jackson, too. Keenan McCardell, all those guys. But, um, yeah, Andre Penn, I think sooner or later, because we have so much injuries, Mike Williams, you know. Right. I mean, there's so much injuries. The list is like Santa Claus, like good list, man. It's so <laughs> it long. And, and then Colkin, uh, um, he just tore his, tore his Achilles. No. Uh, oh, Achilles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now everyone's calling you know what for time it is. Yep. Gates it's, to come back. It's, it's eight gates time, and we got to get him back. I don't – maybe God just wants Antonio <laughs> Gates to be on this last ride, honestly, because it seems like every week it's just pointing more and more towards his direction. I don't know if they're gonna sign him, but I, I know, cool I know, I know they're there. not. Um, I know yeah. he's he's probably still in amazing shape. Look at Philip Rivers; he's thirty-seven, and he's still he's still right. high stepping every time he scores a touchdown. He <laughs> he's trying to snap the ball before the ref. Um, Philip Rivers' right. energy. This dude has thrown for three hundred yards every game besides one where he threw for two hundred and ninety-three, so seven yards away from three hundred. He's he missed six passes, two touchdowns. This guy. He's always, always on the MVP race. He's definitely top five. I, I'm, I, that might be a little biased, but this dude's always – he's always up there. He's always in – Yeah, in he the, definitely He's always is. in the mix, and that's what Phillip Rivers is. And um, and they even threw Tyron Taylor in there for um, during the uh, late game. I like seeing that. I, I want to see that more, putting yeah, Tyron Taylor in fourth quarter and not worry about Phillip Rivers and put the second stringers in and – and the Dolphins put up a good fight. I'm not going to lie. They missed a lot of field goals. I don't know if our special right. team guys are doing a great job because every team we face missed field goals. Right. I don't know. And that's, a, that's another thing I was thinking about, too, because sometimes these missed field goals actually skew how close the games actually are. Because if at some point 
these guys have six more points and it's 16 to 20 at some point. So it's, and, and just having a little bit of a threshold, like makes the other team perform better, you know? So those missed field goals are key, but we come away with a 30 to 10 victory at the end of the day. You can't complain. Yeah, I cannot complain at all. It was great. Austin Eckler, dude. Um, oh, we didn't see any Melvin Gordon. Um, I was a little surprised. I guess he was supposed mm-hmm. to use emergency, emergency situations. There was not really emergency for him. But um, it was nice to see him in a, in a jersey. Nice to see him not holding um, out of his uh, holdout. And now he's. I think he's going to be ready for uh, our next matchup against the our first division matchup. Key, very key game because the Chiefs looks like they're not going to lose a game. So we got to win as much games as possible to get that first seed. Right. Um, but bad news, man. I, I raved about this guy. I'm a Charger fan, but I love Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. That's a great I, – I, I think one – I said it before, one of the greatest um, duos tore his uh, ACL or Achilles, one of those. ACL. It was the ACL. And um, I know that's, that sucks, dude. That sucks so bad. My sister, she tore her MCL and ACL, and I see what she's going through. And, oh, yeah, man. she does jiu-jitsu and everything. Shout out to her. Um, but – um. Yeah, she tore both of those, and she's in a brace right now. She was just in pain. I can only imagine these football players. But that's a little bit good for the Chargers. We don't get to see those two guys on the field, and um, that's that's a dangerous duo. What, what do you think the Chargers got to do to stop the Broncos? Well, um, I'm just going to backtrack a little bit because we touched on Melvin Gordon, and I wanted to say that you know he didn't have that full week to prepare for this week. But I did want to see him just get a few snaps in, just work into game speed because he's not going to be – up like like these guys who've been playing these four, first four four games. He's not going to be up to speed, and that just comes with the rust, you know. It's basically him coming out of preseason. But as far as the Chargers going on to Denver, I think that the the key is just going to be stopping um, the pass rush because they're going to want to get after Phillip. I like how this offensive line performed this past Sunday. I think they're they've continually improved every weekend, and I think that they've they're going to be able to step up. Uh, pass rush is going to be alleviated with the help of Melvin Gordon. I think he's going to be in there. I think there's going to be a lot of two shotgun formations or two running back formations in the shotgun. That's going to just help with chipping uh, the blocks and then releasing to the backfield. We had a lot of success with that. Just having these uh, wide receivers clear out uh, and then the running backs just go underneath in the flat and they're wide open and they're just able to get tons of yards. And I think that the NFL is seeing a big change in just having the running back game evolved. It's not more of running. It's more of these guys just out of the backfield and in space. And I think that that's just the running back role right now in the 2019 football. And I think that's what the biggest key is for the Chargers next week. Yeah, I'm agree with you. Um, that pass rush, they had five. They didn't have a sack coming into this game. They had five against the Jaguars, but um, they got no interceptions still. But they did have that famous uh, Minshew dude. He he dodged every single defender into a touchdown. I don't see Philip Rivers doing that, but he definitely got to step up in his in the pocket. Both of his touchdowns he threw, he stepped into the pocket on the run. Believe it or not, he was kind of on the run. He was on the jog, and both those touchdowns he 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 um threw on the run. So it was awesome to see that. Um, I believe um Dan Feeney was was starting on left tackle. I believe I see I seen good some production from him. I think the offensive line is getting a little better. I know the Dolphins. Hey, look at the Dolphins had nothing to lose. They're throwing a bunch of schemes at right, them. So exactly, I don't care what you say. The this Dolphin team, 
If you're talking shit, face the Dolphins yourself. How about that? You want you, You're talking shit about them. You face them. <laughs> These guys are professionals. Yeah, they don't have a lot of talented players on their team, but they're going to still play their heart out. Some of these guys want to trade out, want to get out of there. Some of these guys are fighting for their career. So, I mean, you got to give it up for these guys. Right. I mean, everything we're taking is taken away from this game. I mean, we're not going to say we're going to be scoring 30 points every single game now. We're just taking the positives that we could see that that's feasible. That's say we could say, yeah, you know what? We're going to build upon this and they're going to get better here or, or, we're not going to get better here or we need to get better. And whatever problems we have, we're, we're taking the reasonable aspects out of it. We're not just, you know, going off because it's the Dolphins that we won against. Yeah. And um, I forgot my train of thought. But it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a divisional game. I will be at the tailgate. Um, it's going to be it's going to be lit. Oh, my God. It's a division game. A lot of Bronco fans are going to be there. I think we definitely got to get this win. Every every game is a we need a win. But against the Denver Broncos, they haven't started 0-4 since 1999. 0-5, I don't know if that's even in their history. They're, yeah, they never started 0-5. They're a, they're a gritty defense and a run heavy. Um, that's what I'm scared of because I'm going to start Philip Lindsay in my league because um, Chargers' run, run defense has it improved. It's been improving each week here and there. But um, Philip Lindsay, is, he's good. And then we just got to – not give up those big plays. Joe Flacco got an arm still. That dude's like 50, but he still got an arm. And he's still <laughs> dangerous for Emmanuel Sanders. So I think we definitely got to get someone over the top. And we're like four more weeks until we get Duran James back. We start getting some starters back. So 2-2, um, two right. two, our bounce back game was strong. Is there any um, final thoughts you want to give to the fans? Um, well, just go previewing off the Denver game a little bit more. I'm not scared of Joe Flacco, but they do have the playmakers. Phil Lindsay, like you said. Because Kenyon Drake had a nice game against us, uh, against the Chargers Sunday. He was able to get his own. So I think that just covering the playmakers is the biggest thing. There's a few blown coverages that, uh, that happen that the Chargers really need to clean up. But I think the biggest key is just blitzing more, blitzing more with the defensive backs and just see what they could do. I think Inman's going to have a big game too, see if Mike Williams is not going to be able to play. But, yeah, I'm excited for just the young guys, Inman and – and Andre Patton. And also, I just want to touch on our running back position, uh, Troy Mayne Pope. I think he – I mean, shout out to his touchdown. I think he has a nice ability. I think our, our running back is the running back group's group, deepest position in the whole NFL, I think. I mean, it just doesn't stop. Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, he's in the boot, but he'll, he'll be back. And then Troy Mayne Pope. I mean, these guys – these guys are all studs that could be running back one and twos on any other team. So I think that's, that's just great. Yeah, I'm agree with you. Our running backs are amazing. Our whole team is great health-wise. Um, we're just praying these guys get back soon. But we're go- we're gonna go with the guys we have. I loved what I seen. Not too much uh, mistakes, you know. Um, thirty ten victory can't get much better than that. Next week against the Broncos, I can't wait for that. The tailgate's gonna be awesome. I'll be there doing interviews, um, getting buck wild. Might do some more raffles. Who know? Um, you just gotta find out. Check out my Twitter and Instagram at Sports Guy David and. Uh, just- I'll keep you. Up, I'll keep you guys updated. Lucas, where can they find you on Instagram and Twitter? On Twitter, you can find me on Sugarfree Lucas and on Instagram, Lucas underscore Ray. All right. Well, there you have it for Sports Guy David and Lucas. Charged up, Charger podcast. Victory Monday. We're out.